0: Welcome to today's podcast brought to you by Market Scale. I'm Sean Heath, and today's show conversation is with Stephanie Petty, not only a general manager for McDonald's, but a manager of the managers for McDonald's Incorporated. Stephanie, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great.
0: So I have to say, this is really cool to get to talk to someone who, who really knows as much about McDonald's as you, as you do. I, number one, best french fries in the world. Period. We could stop the podcast at that and it would be 100% true, but you're really much more interesting than just delicious french fries. So let's, let's start just at the basics. Let's talk about your journey with McDonald's and how you ended up where you are today.
1: Okay, well, I started working at McDonald's when I was 17, just because my best friend worked there, and I wanted to have a little spending money to go shopping on the weekends, and I thought it'd be really cool, so I started there, and I eventually just worked my way up through being a crew trainer. Um, Then while I was attending college, I was a shift manager, because it was great for me, because I could have flexible hours, Um, I wasn't locked into a schedule, they worked around my classes, so that was awesome. Um, from there, I just became an assistant manager and have just worked my way up to where I am now as a general manager. I never saw it being a career for me. Um, it wasn't something that was like, oh, I hope I do this for the rest of my life, but it just has turned into something that has been a very good way for me to provide for my family. And um, I've never had to worry about being laid off from my position because as long as I'm doing a good job, I have great job security.
0: Let's, you know, let's talk about that because <laughs> traditionally, the quote-unquote fast food industry has a really high turnover. It's looked at Mm -hmm. as seasonal or, like you said, high school, maybe through college, and then you move on to your, oh, I've graduated college, and I'll move on to my real career. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of changes that have been taking place recently. McDonald's is traditionally viewed as an industry leader. Everybody else really follows what McDonald's does. McDonald's brings in salads. Everybody else now has to have a salad. McDonald's creates a breakfast menu. Now everybody else has to have some sort of breakfast menu. McDonald's extends its breakfast menu past the dreaded 1030 a.m. because sometimes you need hotcakes at 11, you know, and then the rest of your day is sad if you didn't get those. And then now the rest of the industry is promoting, you know, partial all day breakfast. So, First off, that's got to feel really good to know oh, that yeah, not only been you, stuck, you stuck with a company. I think it's safe to say you're kind of a genius because you stuck with a company that traditionally was viewed as a more transitional industry. And you've stuck with it. You must you must have some sort of ESP or ability to see the future.
1: Well, I wish I did, but I don't. Um, I just will say that I'm. A, it's an exciting company to be part of because of so much that they do. Um, You know, just talking about, like, an industry leader, there's so many things that people don't even realize that what we do. We have a whole program where people can actually get their high school diploma through McDonald's. It is free. We do college tuition assistance, which is free. We do what we have a class called English Under the Arches, where we actually teach um, people who don't speak English as a first language how to speak English. And it's taught by, you know, principals and educators within the system. So there's so much of that kind of stuff that the public doesn't understand that McDonald's does. And that, while being on the, you know, forefront of having, you know, technology and, you know, all the things that you talked about, just having that aspect of taking care of our people and wanting them to be better and make them better um, is really a cool thing. And you're right. There's been so many people that will say, oh, McDonald's was my first job. And, you know, so many people have um, that mentality of, oh, you're just flipping burgers. But in the mindset, when you're, you know, managing your restaurant that, you know, how many people can say I manage a $4.3 million business on a daily basis? So it's changing the mindset of when a person, you know, comes becomes a manager because you're not just flipping burgers. You're taking care of a whole realm of business that um, has to be in place to make that place successful.
0: You know, it's really funny that, that you say most people, you know, a lot of people can say McDonald's was my first job. Not only can you say McDonald's was my first job, you can still say that, but you actually get to say McDonald's was my first career. That's kind of cool.
1: Oh, it's really cool. It's really cool. And to see the things that you can grow, because really it's all up into the individual. You know, it's as as high as you want to take it or as, you know, if you don't want to put any effort in it, you'll always be in that one position. But it's really an open book to what you can do. You just have to have the drive and the initiative to make it happen.
0: So, you know, I mentioned the fact that, that McDonald's is an industry leader and not just in the, in the food industry, but I think in the hospitality industry, because technically McDonald's is a restaurant, but as you mentioned, there's kind of a community feel that comes along with a McDonald's being part of the community obviously the Ronald McDonald house and all of the charity work and like you said the education initiatives it seems as if there is a community spirit that's part of this franchise and it extends across the entire globe it's not just a US north american based uh, initiative. So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about the fact that McDonald's is constantly trying to be at the leading edge. I've noticed some changes recently in my local McDonald's. The kiosk was installed, which as a tech nerd, I love anything that has a touchscreen or buttons or remote or Wi-Fi or you had me at kiosk. You really did. And then they they brought the food to my table, which it's not really an imposition to stand in line in a McDonald's. You're so fast. I'm in line for 42 seconds. Hey, look at that. I got food. But now you've literally – I don't think it's safe to say McDonald's is a fast food restaurant anymore based on a traditional definition. You're just a restaurant.
1: Well, that's very true, and that's something that McDonald's is really trying to um, – you know, change the mindset is we don't want to be just the, you know, fast food restaurant. Obviously, we want to still be fast because if you're going through the drive through because you know that you're going to get your food quickly, we want to still provide that. But if you're coming in to have like an experience, and that's what we're wanting is we want you to come in and have an experience, not just have to stand at the counter. So the kiosks are definitely a huge thing. Um, they're not rolled out nationwide yet. They are being installed in all the stores eventually. Um, it's. I can tell you there's customers that absolutely love it, and then you have a customer that just doesn't want anything to do with it. And the thing I've seen about that is that, like, depending on what generation you're from, you're either in love with it or you're just not interested at all. So we want to make sure that we have the people that are there to help you with the kiosk order if you need help, but also to have people to take your order at the counter if that's what you prefer. But just like you touched on, the table service is actually really cool. And, you know, we have the little... um numbers you put on your table. We have a screen that tells you where you are in the lobby based on that number because it has a geo um, thing built into it so we know where you are. Um, so we really want to be the person that walks out there and gives that to you and ask, you know, is there anything else we can do for you? Let us know anything. So I think McDonald's has realized that the hospitality aspect is where we can really pull away from our competitors and really excel to meet the customer's demands.
0: You mentioned the GPS in the table number. I find it extremely comforting to know that my French fries will always know how to find me.
1: Oh, they will. <laughs> that is true.
0: <laughs> so now, speaking of, of French fries, let's, let's talk a little bit. We talked about the, the food finding me. Let's talk about it getting put together in the first place because not only have have you changed the way the food is delivered, but you've actually changed the design of the preparation process. How important is it from a design perspective when you're contemplating the setup of the kitchen prep area?
1: Well, absolutely, it's, in, you know, it's important because we want to deliver the flow of the food. We want it to be safe and efficient. Um, efficiency is all, you know, obviously the way to provide quick service and to also, um, you know, do well as far as your P and L aspect too. Um, one thing that McDonald's does is, you know, there's a test kitchen and everything is tested and our whole process of our production line or anything that we do is that we're always moving forward. We don't want to have to, you know, take two steps back to go get something, um, you know, to put on the sandwich. You want to make sure the production line is always moving forward. Because taking those two steps back will cost you seconds and that in turn, you know, will mess with your service times. So the, the way the kitchens are all designed is that, you know, it starts at point A and it just continues to flow all the way down until that sandwich is put into the landing zone. And um, that's just, you know, it's, it's pretty awesome because they really think about every move and motion that is made in order to be the most efficient that we can be.
0: So you mentioned that you started working for McDonald's when you were seventeen. So now that you've been working for McDonald's for six years, see what I did. <laughs> so uh, Give or take. what ch- <laughs> what changes have you seen in your time with McDonald's, uh, and and I guess in the industry at large? But obviously, you would have seen them at McDonald's first, as we mentioned. You're an industry leader. What changes have you seen that you think have really been the most impactful?
1: Wow, that's a huge question, because working for McDonald's for as long as I have, almost 30 years, um, there's been so many changes. Um, I would say that lately, probably the biggest change is definitely with the way that technology is becoming a part of our everyday life and how fast it's accelerating, that we're having changes just put on us, you know, really, really fast. But we have to because we're trying to, you know, stay on top and to meet the demands of our customers and their expectations, which... That's one cool thing about McDonald's is that they understand that we have to evolve. You know, we can't just keep the same menu. We can't just keep the same um, service style. We have to evolve to meet the demands of our customer. Um, I guess the biggest changes I would say is definitely the all-day breakfast. Um, you know, who would have thought 10 years ago that we would be doing all-day breakfast? Um, and it was a very scary thing when they first introduced it because we were like, how in the world are we going to manage that? But just like anything else, they come up with a plan, we execute it, and it's not it's not bad at all. Um, another thing that's really huge right now is our mobile ordering and pay, where you can actually order your meal from your um, your phone and pay for it. Come through the drive-thru, pick it up, go to the curbside um, signs, and you know log in that you're there, and we deliver the food to your car. That is a huge push and something that's very successful. We're now with um, Uber Eats, so you can now order a McDonald's and have it delivered to your house. Um Never thought I would ever see that happening. And uh, then, like you mentioned earlier, the ordering kiosk in the lobby, that is a huge, you know, thing that we're really undertaking, too. So there's been so many changes. But just really, I think the all-day breakfast was really a game-changer. Um, It definitely helped us, you know, get the customers in that, you know, we would have maybe not lost, we would have lost had it been after 1030 So definitely all-day breakfast is a huge thing. I think probably the most one of the biggest changes.
0: So as we talk about this technological evolution, I'm just going to touch briefly on artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. Is there a chance that robots could replace the average employee at a franchise as big as McDonald's since efficiency is so important?
1: I would say no, and the reason why I say no is that efficiency is hugely important, but a robot cannot give you warmth. A robot cannot be um, giving you great hospitality. So in order for us to um, be able to give that great hospitality, we obviously have to have humans there to engage with the customer, to interact, and to make that customer feel special. So I think it's really a hand-in-hand marriage of the you know technical efficiency that we have, but also having you know, a real live human there that can smile at you. They can greet you. They can have that warm tone. You know, they can um, bend down and talk to a child and make them feel special. So robots can't do that. So while I feel like we are becoming efficient with, you know, as you say, the artificial intelligence of the kiosk and stuff like that, I don't think that they will ever replace, you know, a, a friendly smile or having a human there to interact with the customer. So I don't ever see them, you know, replacing our employees
0: since this is a worldwide podcast i'm very ambitious obviously <laughs> i want to give you an opportunity to make an appeal to mcdonald's to bring back one seasonal or temporary item that is not part of the permanent menu is there one thing that you think you know it's june and you think hmm i'd like to have one of those is there a, is there a product that you can think of from your time with McDonald's that you think, man, I wish we had that on the permanent menu?
1: Well, you know, I know that just working with the public and having customers request, I know one thing that's really huge, especially in the state of Texas, is the McRib. When it comes back, people go crazy for it. When it's, you know, not on the menu, they get sad about it. Um, So that's definitely one thing that I think that customers would really like to have is the McRib all the time. You know, it's a barbecue sandwich. It's something different. It's something that our competitors don't have. Um, but it's just something that customers love. And when we have those, man, sales just go through the roof because people cannot get enough of the Maghrib.
0: Uh I'm going to go ahead and say I'm one of those people.
1: That was <laughs> well, really I, I was like that.
0: I, I was hoping you would say that because this is my little push, my little push to get the McGrib to be permanent. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. So. And let's I think that kind of leads me into my next question, and that's trends Um, there. You know, there are several different layers of trends that happen within an industry such as food and beverage uh, size, uh, uh, the preparation, the menu offerings, ingredients um, like uh, like we said with the McRib limited time. There are a whole bunch of trends and the industry is sort of a follow the leader which most industries I think are, you kind of have to be, what trends do you see without giving away any sort of secrets unless you absolutely want to, what sort of trends do you see really that are making an impact on this industry moving forward?
1: Well, I think one thing that McDonald's is really trying to let people open up about is that, you know, the, the quality of food that we use is the highest quality. Um, you know, we use the brands like Dannon and Tyson and those things that you buy at the grocery store for your own family. We use those at McDonald's. Um, you know, I think McDonald's has been given a bad rap about, you know, our food and you hear about different things. And I can tell you, you know, I've actually toured our meat plants and they're amazingly clean. And I mean, they're strict and it's amazing to watch everything be produced in that um, arena but I will tell you that I think that one of the biggest things we're trying to do is let customers know that the food that they're being served is quality food. Um, we also are, you know, just like any other um, business, we want more of the market share. We want more of the pie out there. So we're trying to figure out ways that we can engage and capture, you know, more customers. So I think that between doing the kiosk, the mobile order pay, uh, the Uber Eats, we're really trying to branch out. And get more customers that we might not get because, you know, they don't want to leave their house that day. They want the food delivered to them. So I think that as far as the trend of the business, I think that you're really going to start to see, um, you know, people finding different ways to bring the people inside the door or to get their business, even if they choose not to come to McDonald's. So obviously the name of the game is to have the most customers. And I think that that's really McDonald's focus is, you know, finding different ways to bring people in so that we can, you know, anyone can join McDonald's at any facet. Like, you could order McDonald's for lunch today and have it delivered to your office, and that's pretty cool.
0: I have to say, if you want to have a company that has a focus on gaining new customers and retaining current customers, McDonald's has a pretty good track record at that. I have one more final question, and I hate to make you make such a difficult choice, but I'm going to put this question to you. You've been with okay. McDonald's long enough. Do you have a favorite McDonald's land, McDonald land character? Grimace. Oh, I absolutely Sorry.
1: do. Well, I would definitely say it's grimace. I mean, really? I actually got, I actually got to be grimace one day. I wore the grimace costume and I had the big O feet and he is just, he's my favorite. He's so cool. Now, obviously, you can't be Ronald because there is only one Ronald McDonald, and there's actually a person that's Ronald McDonald, so no one can ever just be Ronald McDonald. But uh, Grimace is definitely my very, very favorite.
0: I was wondering if maybe you'd say the Fry Guys or that those I mean, were cute. They were like they were like mop jellyfish to me. I always <laughs> thought the fact they had little stick legs and the shoes, I'm like, that's pretty cool. But yes, yeah, they're kind Grimace. of scary looking, really. <laughs> yeah, and you know. Grimace and I both have an affinity for McDonald's milkshakes, so he was kind of like yes. my kindred spirit.
1: Yes, I love Grimace. He's just too cool.
0: And who doesn't like purple? I mean, come on, right,
1: right. And he's just fun. He's happy all the time. So he
0: is happy all the time. If you you know what, I would like to see a TV show. Literally, I would watch a TV show if it was Grimace and the Cookie Monster.
1: <laughs> I would, <laughs> yeah, I would totally watch that show. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: So I want to thank you for taking the time today. Today I've been speaking with Stephanie Petty, not only a general manager of McDonald's, but also a management trainer for general managers and managers and shift managers with McDonald's. Stephanie, thank you so much for taking time today. I really have appreciated this.
1: Oh, absolutely. It was fun.
0: And I hope I have an opportunity to talk to you again down the line, perhaps very soon when the McRib is an everyday menu item.
1: Well, we can keep our fingers crossed. I'll keep my fingers crossed for you.
0: Thanks so much. I appreciate that. I'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you want to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the market scale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.